Hey there, authentic leaders. We have some really exciting news for all of you today. In this podcast, we've been exploring living and leading with greater authenticity, a life aligned with what we truly care about. And David and I have found that living authentically leads to increased credibility in our leadership, along with vitality, freedom, meaning, and ultimately driving purpose in our lives. Now, the conversations on these podcasts really are an extension of our authentic leadership retreat, The Other Everest. This is a world-class event where we invite leaders at all levels of organizations and in all walks of life. They come and join us in remote locations where we turn off our devices, where we disconnect and really connect to our hearts and who we truly and authentically want to be as leaders. Now, we're aware that not everyone has the ability to up and go to a leadership retreat, and obviously for so many reasons. And for whatever reason that may be for you, we feel strongly that you should still be able to be a part of this authentic leadership journey. So the really exciting news we have is that the other Everest world-class retreat will now be a world-class online program for you, the authentic leader. This will be a life-changing, transformative online experience. You will be able to do this from anywhere in the world and completely at your own pace. It's a space where you can deepen your commitment to being a leader through increased self-awareness, a stronger and clearer purpose and presence, and where you can join a community of authentic, like-minded leaders who have all embarked on a journey together. That journey is to the other Everest. So stay tuned to the podcast or visit www.davidirvin.com for more information. We look so forward to going on this journey with each and every one of you. And now for your regularly scheduled podcast. Good day, everyone, and thank you for joining us in this episode of Taking the Road Less Traveled Through a Disrupted World with David Irvin and myself, Allie Stone. Our intent in this podcast is to have open-hearted, real conversations about our authentic journey through this disrupted time in our world. And we also feel that what we learn from this journey will be able to apply to an emerging new world when we come out the other side. In our commitment to make a difference to difference makers, we want to use this podcast to explore what's happening in this time in our lives, and as well as what's happening in the lives of those of you who are committed to making a difference, making a difference the authentic way. Now, David's mission is to connect leaders to their authentic selves, which inspires and enables them to have a meaningful impact on their organizations, communities, and even their families. David says leadership at its core is about influence and it has nothing to do with our titles or the letters behind our names or even the sizes of our offices. Leadership is about the capacity to inspire others to action. It truly is about making a difference. And Allie Stone has joined me on this journey as she has a deep understanding of what it means to lead authentically. She has spent the last 15 years of her career exploring what caring leadership looks like and how organizations can be built from the heart and still be truly successful. For Allie, leadership is life. 
She believes anything involving human connection is all interconnected in the experience of living. And she is passionate about working with other leaders who are inspired to create something similar. It is her belief that sharing her lessons will help other leaders gain deeper insights and understanding as to the infinite possibility that lies ahead for each of us when we connect with our hearts. All right, everyone, welcome. It is uh, so great to be back here on another week as we are, well, we're, we're starting to round out the end of August. It's a little bit scary. <laughs> Winter might be coming our way, but I'll tell you, fall is one of my most favorite times of the year because I love the beautiful change. So welcome to the other Everett. We're so happy you're here with us again this week. David and I are so excited to share our conversation with you. So I'm a little intrigued today because I'm not 100% sure where we're going. <laughs> and David just uh, messaged me a little while earlier and said he wanted to talk today about connection. Now I have some inkling of where this might be going, but I actually think I'm just going to throw it right back at him here off the start so he can uh, begin to fill us in on where his thoughts are at. And I'll, I'll jump in as, uh, as usual and when ideas or thoughts are spurred or stories. So Dave, I'm just going to throw it right back to you here to start. Hey, that's awesome. Thanks, Al. You're, you're great. And uh, always look forward to these podcasts. It's uh, wonderful to have these uh, most uh, heartwarming and uh, life-giving conversations with you. So I had, two, I had two experiences this week in giving live streaming presentations, virtual presentations, both of which you were part of. I was. And they, were, they, were, they got me thinking. So one, my first presentation was to a company that I've worked with for many years. I know the culture. I know the leaders. And I, gave, I came in. They had asked me to give this presentation. And I have good content. You know that. I got... I, I feel good about my content and I gave this presentation, but I, but something was off and I could not figure out why I couldn't get the energy in that presentation. And, you know, I'm getting pretty good at, at uh, these virtual presentations and these live streaming uh, presentations. And I'm, I'm usually pretty good at being able to technology has no longer been a significant barrier to make connections with people but I could not connect. There was something off. Now, about a week later, I gave another presentation to an organization that I do nothing about. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, it was, it was, a, it was a, uh, a, a school district in Montreal. And I, I know, and I, you know it, was a, it was a group of school principals and administrators in their school board. And I know an awful lot about education. I've worked in that field, but I didn't know this particular organization. So I spent a lot of time making phone calls, understanding their world. I mean, I could make a lot of assumptions about where education was, but I spent a lot of time building a relationship with them. And the presentation went significantly different. Now, part of it was there was a great culture that was there. And that there was, they were a really, there was 140 administrators in this presentation and they were a really tight, well-led culture. So I'll give that culture some credit for receiving my message well. They were very receptive to my message, but I, but the message was very different. So I, I've been thinking since then, 
and you and I have processed this, but I've been thinking since then about the difference between those two talks. And the, the significant difference was the time that I took to make a connection. I made a lot of assumptions, but I hadn't talked to that culture for several months, the first culture. I made a lot of assumptions of what they were going through. And I, I, I thought I took for granted that I had made a connection, but I didn't make a connection with the context of their world today because things are changing so quickly. So it got me thinking about how important it is to connect and to ask this question, are you connecting? So I'm going to tell you one more story and then I'm going to put it back to you because I, I would love to hear, uh, what your experience is around connecting with your staff these days. I was on a plane several years ago, I, I, you know, when I, back when I used to fly a lot before this lockdown. And we were, we were late leaving, as often happens on an airline. And the flight attendant was walking up and down the aisle. And what she had said is that her computer system for reservations had locked up. So she didn't know which of the passengers were connecting to the next flight, were needing a connection. And she was wanted to be gracious about letting the people who were connecting get off first and make an announcement about that. So she just wanted to know how many of the passengers were connecting. And so she walked up and down the aisle. And I just thought of this this week, but I, it's funny how I remember this, this uh, scenario. She walked up and down and asked every passenger, are you connecting? Are you connecting? Are you connecting? And what she was interested in is knowing whether or not we were connecting, of course, in the next flight. But I thought, that's a really interesting question. Are you connecting? Now, there's a difference between doing your job and connecting. So think about the job that you're doing. It might be that you're a teacher. It might be that you're a manager. It might be that you run a company. It might be you're a parent. And my only question is the people that you serve and the people who depend on you, are you connecting right now with them? And what does it mean to connect with people? And how important is it to connect with people? Because I think a lot of us come to work, whether we're working virtually, whether we're working in an office building, we might all be doing our jobs, but I'm not so sure that we're really connecting along the way. And I just think there's a difference. And I just noticed it in myself this last week. Mm -hmm. your thoughts about that, Ellie? Well, I think it's so true because I think we... Um, I think we have a natural tendency to do that, to just kind of go into our own little space. So I think about, um, you know, sometimes even if I'm working in my office, which is not a traditional office by any sense of the means, like it's restaurant people and they'll just walk right into your office and, you know, there's things happening all over the place, but sometimes, um, I'll go in there and other people will be in there and I just like, I just want to work. I just have things I need to get done. But in reality, I should be connecting with the people around me. And, it, you know, my husband used to always say that to me. He would go to work and he would get, like, nothing done <laughs> in a day. He would, he would come home and I would laugh at him. And I'd be like, oh, you know, what are you doing for the meeting tomorrow? Oh, I have no idea. What were you doing all day? He's like, I don't know, hanging out with everybody. Like, it was a it was so important to him <laughs> that he connected and laughed with everybody. And um, that was one of the really special parts about having him in the company. And I just connect in a different way and, and that's totally fine. But I, uh, I've become really aware of the fact that um, my organization hasn't been connecting as well as it could. So there are some things that are super strengthened and 
they're really beautiful and I keep recognizing them and trying to tell them that I see it because um, I want to encourage it. Like they have um, a WhatsApp group and there's probably like 30 of them on there and they share all the time. So they share on a level like <laughs> that never happened before all of this. And so they have this really intense level of communication um, and they'll share stories and stuff. It's not just like, you know what I mean? Like sometimes you're laughing and sometimes you're like helping, but um, we haven't been in front of each other since March 16th. Now we used to be in front of each other every seven days religiously. <laughs> and we were in a boardroom together for 90 minutes to connect to collaborate and to learn and to grow. So I don't even know how many months that is right now. <laughs> how many months is that day? Six. Six months. Yeah. So six months since I've been able to have my team in the same room together. So we're doing it. And um, I was so excited when we booked it. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, just so excited to get everybody together again. And I'm like, okay, we're going to do... I'm not going to tell you in case any of them listen to the podcast before then. I don't think it'll go up before then. Uh, will it? No, it won't. So we're going to do some really fun stuff. Like, um, you know, in the morning we're going to do a workshop and then we're going to have lunch together. And then I've hired uh, the Citadel to come in and do like a one hour funny play at lunch for us. And then we're going to do like all this intelligence pods and we're going to, I'm going to really like work on this connection at peace anyway. But, um, I woke up in the middle of the night last night, as I do sometimes <laughs> when I have a lot going on. And I was like, oh, what am I going to do about COVID? <laughs> I hadn't even thought about it. And so my leaders are in businesses all the time dealing with this. And I was like, I can't put a buffet lunch on a table. I have to make sure there's hand sanitizer everywhere. Do they have to wear masks? Do I have to wear masks while I'm presenting? And I just started to like, go into this panic and I was almost like, I don't want to do it. And then I woke up this morning and I was like, don't be silly. <laughs> no matter what, you need to navigate this and you need to navigate it well and at least start taking those first steps because this is like your family. <laughs> it's like your work family and you haven't had this. This isn't, this, and this isn't just for me, this is for everybody, but I'm feeling the loss, right? And uh, it's interesting how these things, these stressful, anxious things can pop up and make you feel like you shouldn't do it. It goes like, should we cancel it? And then I was like, no, <laughs> I'm not canceling it. And um, I know some people might not feel comfortable and I wanna be really respectful of the people on my team. And if somebody doesn't wanna come, that's totally okay. But for the people who do want that connection, I feel like it's my job to provide it, you know? Um, your daughter would probably say it too, but <laughs> restaurant people are facilitator facilitators of connection. It's what we do. And if we don't get that, if we don't fill our buckets, we're in big trouble. <laughs> and all of our buckets are pretty low right now. So. Yeah, and I, I, I think we, you bring up a great point, Allie, because I think it's really important right now to not let the protocols around COVID be an excuse for not connecting yeah. well we have to social distance so i'm not gonna oh good and for people who, who have a difficulty connecting um it's really easy to use that and say well okay i'm i'm not going to connect because we have all these protocols that we have to 
fly. Well, you know what? We got to work with those protocols yeah. and connect. For example, I think it's an important time um, to hear when people are scared. There's an opportunity for connection, and 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 I wouldn't mind just maybe talking at a practical level about some of the ways that you connect and that I've found to connect. And, and to me, it's just about making sure that we take the time to be where people are at and tune in to where their lives are right now. And maybe they're scared and they're withdrawn and they're not wanting to get involved. Well, that's an opportunity to connect. I also think you were talking about Chris and how what a connector Chris has always been in the office. And I, I don't want to advocate for the fact that that's all you have to do is connect because connecting is, is, is necessary, but it's not sufficient. And yeah. frankly, I know, I, I know people who could just spend all day just talking to people and connecting and never get any work done. Yeah. Um, so somewhere or another, we have to have some, some way of saying, well, we have to get work done and we, and we need to connect and both are important. Yes. I, I am a believer in office hours. I, I do hear people say, that they have an open door policy. And I understand what that, what they're implying is that they wanna be available to people. And at the same time, um, I've learned about office hours. What we learned when we go to university is that professors have office hours and it's okay to have time when you close the door and you're disconnected. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's okay to just be creative and close and, you know, and have good boundaries so that we don't have to be connecting all the time. And I wouldn't wanna leave that impression. Yeah. But I've, I'm just curious if you have some really practical ways. I mean, you just talked about creating a, 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 this engage, you know, in this event that you've got coming up that will definitely be a connector. Mm -hmm. But are there some practical things that you have found around connecting with your staff, your leaders? Yeah, for sure. I mean, um, the conversations are deeper. <laughs> than they ever have been because we don't get to be face to face. So we, we're not taking it for granted, right? It's like when we talk, we're talking about important things and we're sharing with each other. So I'm really appreciative of that. And I'm also just thinking of like, um, in Edmonton, you have to wear a mask everywhere you go now. And, uh, that has been challenging for people, even people I think who had to wear a mask at work, at least they got to leave and take it off for a little while. And um, you find a lot of people like really averting eye contact now and not really wanting to have conversation like in a grocery store or something. And they just don't, they just feel like it's like this barrier and it's very easy to let that be that. And so I'm almost like that kind of like crazy person where I'm just like trying to make eye contact with somebody and smile with my eyes and like have a little conversation if I can with somebody. So I walk every morning and there's a little old lady and she always wears her mask, even walking with her dog. And I don't in the morning when I'm out, like I'm in, you know, I'm walking on the trails, but I, uh, I just stopped and talked to her. Cause I was like, oh, I kept thinking, Oh, maybe she doesn't want to talk to me because I'm not wearing a mask. And I just stopped and I kept my distance, but I had a conversation with her about her old dog and my old dog and we just had such a nice exchange and you could just sell it tell it just totally lifted her and I walked away with like this huge smile and I was like it's so simple like it's so simple and I walk past her every day so now I'm like you know how's Lucy <laughs> and then you know now we have a thing and it's great but 
it's really, it would have been really easy to continue to walk past her and think she didn't want to talk to me because she was wearing a mask. So. So it's not complicated, but you do have to make the time. And yeah. you do have to create some space to yeah. do that, right? I really do believe that COVID has given us an opportunity to go deeper in our lives, to, to deepen our connection with ourselves, what matters in our life, to examine our values, and to go deeper with each other. And in our words, you know, it's that journey downward. Mm -hmm. uh, that, you know, it's that success isn't just about height, it's also about depth. And I just think this is an opportunity to, to get deep and real with people, at least a level deeper, where you begin to say, and it's as simple as stopping somebody in the park and getting to know their dog. And, you know, we, we've talked about that, about we get to know each other's dogs and cats on these calls and, and kids and bedrooms and, you know, we're real with each other. And I just think it's, I just think there's an opportunity there. Even when you got a mask on. How is it deepening connection for you right now? What's that? How is it deepening connection for you right now? Well, I'm, I'm slowing down. And the tendency is we are really starting to rev up. We're revving up with this program that we've got coming up that we're editing this uh, online program that's going to be available next month that's going to be available on our websites. So that's, that's taking a lot of time. Uh, we're planning this, this uh, 10 week online virtual course that you and I are doing together uh, with the intention to build community virtually and to really make these connections uh, with, with leaders. So we're creating those opportunities. And if I'm not careful, I can, I can do what I'm telling people not to do and that's get too caught up in the busyness of it and making sure that I got I to gotta make room. So whether it's my relationship with Val and, and I really need to make sure over lunch that I take some time to go for a walk with her because my tendency is, oh, I got to get back to work because I've got so many things in the office. But to stop that tendency and just to say, no, I'm going to spend time. Let's go for a walk. Let's take the dogs and let's get outside um, and make sure that we deepen that relationship with each other and it it doesn't when i say deep it doesn't have to be intense deep it can just be creating space how are things going with you what's happening in your life and just making room to uh, again for meditation for for making stillness during the day and just making extra time for that in a world that you know, it's, 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 it's get, it gets crazy today. <laughs> Very easily. So then my question is, how do you remind yourself? How do you remind yourself that you need to take space and give space? And cause I'm super guilty of that too. Like I just spent an entire day in an office <laughs> working on, you know, the workshop for next week for these leaders, an entire day. I came out for lunch for half an hour. <laughs> And I really didn't connect with anybody. Well, uh, I didn't remind myself today. We all forget and we all need to be reminded. Uh, one thing that comes to my mind is that it's important to have friends in our life that we stay connected to that remind us, you know, how are you doing with slowing down? How are you doing with like to ask that question? Okay. How are you doing with deepening your life during this COVID experience? So having good friends, um, having routines that I honor in my life, like 
uncompromisable routines, whether it's going for walks, whether it's uh, meditating, whether it's having, you know, doing some exercise in the morning to, and uh, doing it in a way that connects me with myself to make sure that I, uh, you know, keep my practices up and keep those routines up. Those are some of the ways, those habits that I try to instill and keep ingrained in my, in my life all the time. How about you? Anything you'd add to that? Yeah. I, I mean, I, I'm probably a lot on the same wavelength as you with the habits. I have like a very structured morning, but then the rest of my day tends to get away from me. So that's why I'm asking that question because I think I need to build a little more awareness around like, as you're talking about that, I'm like, why wouldn't it's like, it's not minus 30. Why wouldn't I go for a walk with Chris after lunch for 20 minutes or like, you know what I mean? Like, and you actually, I actually know that if I did that and I came back to work, I'd probably be more effective than running back upstairs. <laughs> like I know these things, right? But I don't know, we just get like stuck in this pattern. So um, it's a really good reminder today for me. sure so that's our message for the week is to just ask yourself are you connecting and really listen maybe you're having difficulty with an employee or a child and instead of just jumping on them and being hard on them maybe it means stopping and finding out hey how are you doing i noticed that you know your accountabilities haven't been quite what they've been in the past. What's going on? Anything happening? Do you feel, do you see it that way? And really listening and caring about people. And it comes right back to our, you know, the book, our work around caring leadership, that caring is everything. And so let's just, in this day of impatience and incivility, let's make sure that we stop and care and uh, connect. That's our message for the week. Thank you so much for joining us once again for another episode of The Other Everest. It's our mission to continue to bring you engaging, heartwarming, and inspiring content. So if you have any feedback or suggestions, please feel free to visit davidirvin.com at any time, as we would love to hear from you. And if you're enjoying this podcast, please rate it or subscribe or simply share the episodes with people you know who would also enjoy this conversation. Authentic leaders create ripples in time. Those ripples extend to generations yet unborn. And it's not just impact in the here and now, but impact in here and forever. Thank you so much from the bottom of our hearts for being a part of this journey with us. Until we meet again.